0: You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all your latest info and behind-the-scenes juice on Bachelor in Paradise. And he's interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up,
1: everyone? Welcome to Podcast 39 host reality steve we got a good show lined up for you today with our guest lace morris you know her from ben's season of the bachelor and also from bachelor in paradise last season but uh just wanted to get a quick note out there obviously if you want to support the podcast please do uh by rate subscribing and reviewing in apple podcast it certainly helps the podcast um If you read Reader Emails last week, you're very well aware of what I had to say about one of my sponsors that uh, you've heard on the show the last four weeks. They are done. We will not hear from them again. You know my thoughts on that. I was not a big fan of psychics. It was a miscommunication. I did not want them on. They will not be on again. And that's that. I just really want to get you some products that I think are valuable to you and ones that you can use. Some I use myself, Uh, some don't pertain to me, they're more maybe women-related products, but um, for the most part, uh, I have been sent, well, I definitely have been sent every product that I've pitched to you guys, and I've tried some of them out, and, well, I've tried all of them out, and all of them, at least the ones that pertain to me, um, work really well. And, um, we got a couple good ones today that have not been part of the podcast yet. So, uh, listen for those, those will be in the first 20 minutes or so. Okay. Let's get to our guest this week. Uh, she made quite a name for herself during her two season run on the show. You saw her first on Ben Higgins season of the bachelor, then last season on bachelor in paradise, where she was one of the lucky three couples to get engaged at the end. Of course. She would have listened to me. That never would have happened, but that's okay. We'll get to that later. Uh, it is Lace Morris. Lace, how are you?
0: Good. How are you?
1: I'm good. Uh, we I wouldn't l- say
0: I was so lucky, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was gonna,
1: I, that was kind of sarcastic. Um, <laughs> so we have so much to get to uh, in regards to that whole situation with Paradise or whatever. But I first want to start off on Ben's season, and I always ask everybody this in terms of how they got cast on the show but I kind of want to with you also include in there like what was the last relationship that you were in before you went on Ben's season
0: um well that's actually a weird situation um i was in a really really bad relationship when i the fe- when they called me cuz i had applied like 6 months before that relationship and they randomly called me 6 months later in and- I went and checked it out, even though I was in that relationship, but I was like, I can't do it. I have a boyfriend. I don't want to be, you know, that person morally. So then we broke up and I was like, hey, I'm single again. And they're like, okay, you have to come out. And then I ended up starting, I started dating this guy just like a month before I got chosen to go on The Bachelor. And I felt really bad. And I was like, look, I'm going to do it. It's like... Just a really good opportunity. This is what I wanted to do before I met you. And I felt so bad. But I was thinking about him while I was on Bachelor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what a consolation for him. How, what was his right. reaction when you told him that?
0: He was really upset. He was bummed. And uh, he still took me back when I came back from Bachelor.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So that was the guy that you were dating in between Bachelor and yep. Bachelor, mm-hmm. Bachelor. Okay. So you, you get to... You go through the process, you do the whole thing, and so did you basically break up with him because you wanted to do it, the show? Uh, the boyfriend? Yeah. So-
0: well, we were dating. We weren't actually fully together. We were just oh, dating, because okay. so I was like, I, I want to I get to know you. I want to see where this goes, but I know that I want to go do the show, and obviously you try to talk me out of it, but
1: yeah. Were you a fan of the show beforehand?
0: Yeah, I've always been a Bachelor fan.
1: Okay. So I just
0: kind of lost, lost, like, touch with some of the seasons because they were boring to me,
1: but, yeah. So, when you look back on it now, do you think you were emotionally ready to go on The Bachelor?
0: Oh, not at all.
1: And why is that? Because uh, of the guy?
0: I just, I was in an immature state of mind then. And I was just in kind of, like, uh, not confident... Um. I don't know, just party time for me, I guess. I don't know. I was in a weird place in life then.
1: Yeah. I I mean, let's be real. You drank a lot on the show, like a lot, a lot. So, yeah. yeah. So much so that it it seemed like we, the audience, really didn't get to know anything about you because we were dealing with your actions based off your drinking. So obviously you made the decision to drink a lot on that show. And we know producers – play a role in it but right. do you know why you were drinking so much on the show
0: um well i drink a lot outside of that anyways <laughs> okay. i did i did at the time yeah. and so uh, when you're there you just you that's what you want to do is drink because yeah. it makes you feel calm i guess in a sense and it you're you know you're about to meet all these women you're scared about this so you're like let's just drink and they knew that i was good at drinking and they obviously were like, let's take shots, let's do this. And it was before we were even in the limo. So I was just already drunk before then.
1: So it was a lot of nerves and just to calm your nerves and just the whole production aspect of it, of, For it's sure. just, it's just a surreal thing to be a part of. So just drink and just like anybody else, they'd like drink to kind of mask certain things. Basically. And you, <laughs> You're with Ben and I think it was the first, was it the first rose ceremony where we had the, you pull them aside and you're like, you didn't, you didn't look at me enough or whatever it was. Yeah, Right.
0: Right. I know. Oh God. So
1: do you remember like.
0: I remember everything. I remember it. I wasn't blacked out.
1: Okay. So when it was happening, you realized what you were doing or you didn't realize you did it until you watched it back.
0: Uh, I didn't know to that extent. Once I watched it, I was like, oh, I didn't know I said that. Oops. I was like, <laughs> there were some things I, I said that I didn't, re- I forgot, but um, I knew everything I had done um, and like the timeline, how it all went down. Okay. But uh, I, I thought I was kind of being somewhat funny in in the moment. So, <laughs>
1: when, so <laughs> when, what... when you pulled them aside after that first Rose oh, ceremony. I still
0: I still cringe at that. I still cringe thinking about that. I'm like, why did you do that? I even battled myself in the head and said, no, don't talk to him, don't talk to him. And then he all of a sudden was like, Lacey, you wanted to say something? I was like, oh shit. <laughs>
1: so it, you really were. So you really were somewhat bothered by whatever the. Because fact. I he was didn't the last
0: rose, and I thought it was the producers or something. I'm like, well, why? Why was I the last person you picked? Do you not want me here?
1: <laughs> okay, okay, well, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Like, right to us, the viewer, it just seemed like you were just so paranoid. No. I guess that was what you were paranoid about. Like, you thought he was giving you like a a sympathy rose or a pity rose. I guess,
0: kind of. That's what I felt at first. But then I thought about I don't know. It's all crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, so we we've got the group date. I think the next episode was. Which group date were you on in episode two? Was it the soccer one, or was that the smelling one, or the, uh, the high school uh, one?
0: no? It was the high school one. Okay, so yeah, you were on the I high think. school
1: one, and yes. it was that. Okay, there was that. It was at that cocktail party where I at least they showed you pulling him aside two, three, four times or something like that, and obviously, you oh, were, yeah, that's right. You were you were pretty drunk on that, and it just seemed like. Because they showed you rambling and just saying stuff over and over and it was just, obviously it was uncomfortable for everybody there and it was uncomfortable for us. Do you remember that when it was happening? Like how many times you were pulling him aside?
0: Uh, Yep, I remember because, I mean, that was partly like one of my favorite producers, and he's like, just go go again, just go get him. And I'm like, (laughs) "Ah, okay, I'm going to look like a bitch though. And then um, I, I kept doing it just because I did feel so bad about, you know, last night's rose ceremony and, uh, I just kept getting interrupted by someone. We were about to I think we were about to kiss and Jubilee walked up and I was like, really? So I, I remember I kept doing that, but I definitely didn't say I'm crazy that many times. I still feel like that was an edit like on this.
1: Oh, it certainly could have been. I (laughs) I
0: was like, I did not say I'm crazy that many times.
1: (laughs) I think it's so funny to to talk about it after the fact because everybody knows, especially if you've watched the show, which you obviously did, everybody knows it happens all the time. The person who constantly interrupts, and we all know by now, and if you don't know by now, you should, that a lot of that is producer-driven. They're telling you when to go in and when to do it, and you were still in the moment there and being told to do it, and you were even saying, like, oh, I'm going to be the bitch, and yet it's still – you know, you still end up doing it, and that's just fascinating right. to me that people listen to them and and right. do what they're supposed to do uh, or what they're told to do. But right, it's almost like a game. Like, did a part of you feel if you didn't do it, you'd somehow get in trouble or you wouldn't get a, like a rose? right?
0: I think I was just gonna say I think that's your mentality when you're there is you don't want to mess anything up, so you think you want to be on good standards with them or it'll benefit you or something. Yeah, and I also like a challenge, so I'm always up for like you know. Uh, now if you if you can tell me to do something I'm not going to back down.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think that you know just looking over your time on The Bachelor and, and and let me know what you think. I just thought you were completely overwhelmed and out of your element on that show. Is that
0: 100%? It, it, yeah. Okay. I, I never I, hang out with that many girls anyways. I've always I grew up with four brothers and I always hung out with the boys, so it was like I don't hang around girls like that anyways, so it was
1: hard. Okay, I want to talk to you about Tracker real quick. We haven't had them before, but this is a good one because we all lose our phone, our wallet, our keys. I'm, between those three, I'm big on my keys. My phone is usually always on me. My wallet is always on me. Um, My keys will get misplaced every once in a while. And now, thanks to Tracker, we can find them. Eight years ago, Tracker released their first tracking device and changed everything. Now, they've done it again with their all-new Tracker Pixel. Tracker Pixel is the lightest Bluetooth tracking device on the market. Simply place the Tracker Pixel on whatever you tend to lose, keys, wallet, even your pet. Then when you misplace an item that has a Tracker Pixel attached to it, you use your smartphone and a 90-decibel alert will help you find it in seconds. It even has powerful LED lights so you can find anything in the dark. You can even locate your item if it's miles away because every Tracker user is part of the largest crowd locate network in the world and Tracker's 30-day money-back guarantee means you have truly nothing to lose. I have it on my keys. They're never getting lost ever again, trust me. I even did it on purpose. I <laughs> I put it on my keys. I threw it in the front yard. I came. I threw my keys on the in the front yard, came into my house, Use the tracker button, and it worked, like, immediately. So go to the tracker. That's dot com. Enter promo code Steve. Get 20% off any order. That's tracker.com, promo code Steve for 20% off the tracker.com, promo code Steve. Were you becoming, like, who was your closest friend? Not, not taking into account now, because I think you're friends with a lot of them now, but yeah. when you were in the house, who were you closest to?
0: Um, shoot, in the house, oh my God, who was I? I mean, I kind of, I kind of talked to everyone. I wasn't close with just one person. I never got super close. I mean, the twins and I were really cool in the house. Jubilee and I talked a lot in the house, um, even though I'd still get mad at her in the house, <laughs> yeah. uh, I was never super close with any one person. I didn't. I didn't get close with certain people till after.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. It seems like it's shows when things kind of happen. Now it was weird because
0: people probably thought in the house. You know, they they've told me they didn't like me at first, so it was hard. It was because people really thought I was that crazy.
1: And when you say when you say crazy, were they just thinking (laughs) you were crazy? Because what was okay? So they were saying you were crazy. Did they ever tell you what they thought you were being crazy about?
0: Uh, Jen. The other day when I was with her in Miami last weekend, she said that I just was drunk, and she was just kind of she's like you kind of just made a fool of yourself. And I was like, is this girl really always like this? And she, that's kind of really all she said.
1: Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't. So no one's must, told it must, me. <laughs> the, it must have been the drinking, because it, the, cause it, it had to have been the drinking. Yeah, yeah. You were like, you know, we have one of those. Ca- the thing is, it's not nothing you did on that show was, um anything we hadn't seen before. Maybe we did it at a higher level than pre- previous contestants, yeah. but there's always the drunk person on the show. Like right, yeah. that's going to happen. Um, so talk about your time when you decided to leave the show. I believe it was at the cocktail party in episode, it was episode three, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why did you leave and were they trying to talk you out of it?
0: Um. That Okay. So that episode, it was like, For some reason, the producers would not let me talk to them, and they were avoiding me when I tried to ask them. I knew they were trying to play a game. I didn't know if they were trying to get a reaction. And I didn't drink much that night because I was like, okay, let's see if you can do this without drinking too much. And I was just kind of starting to catch on to everything that I was seeing, and I I started hearing some things. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to be this person, and they're not going to play with me like this. I actually am here because I want to be here and do this, and I don't want to make this name for myself that people already see. And I was, I was really frustrated. And so I finally got to talk to him and our, and our conversation was so awful. I was like, why am I here? I'm only going to make a fool of myself if we don't have a connection and there's no point in being here. And I mean, I'm smart enough and aware that of my actions, thankfully, but I was like, I need to go work on myself. This is not where I should be right now. This is not helping me whatsoever. And so I went and talked to the producer and they definitely tried to get me to stay probably to not get a rose or something, but. I was like, nope, I want to go now, and I want to make it big. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so you brought him outside. You said you needed to work on yourself. And
0: Yeah, it was a really know. good conversation. They didn't show a lot of it, and I hate that they put that cheesy music on <laughs> during my, my moment, but it was a really good conversation with him.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. A couple things happened. So obviously you were done at that point. Your bachelor career was over. We have three episodes of – memory of you which weren't you know to the audience weren't great but a couple things happened mm-hmm. at the women tell all that i wanted to talk about number one you have the dude in the audience with the tattoo of your face yeah. on his stomach that was fake right like this guy didn't get a tattoo of you on his stomach
0: right no i ended up finding out later that it was one of the producer's friends <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course it was. and they just and they just stenciled it on there for a few hours but and- it was
0: it was pretty funny,
1: <laughs> and you had no idea, obviously, it was coming.
0: No, okay. I didn't. I, that all kind of took me by surprise. I was like, "What just happened?"
1: <laughs> and the tattoo, Chris Harrison, when you're up there in the hot seat, he's talking to you about, you know, your time on the show, and you said, "Like, look, I just, I needed to work on myself." And he mentioned a tattoo. Did you get a tattoo post Bachelor filming? No.
0: Okay, I it was- got it the summer before Bachelor, like that same that summer before I got
1: casted. Okay. And that was the one where the tattoo was, it's either scripture or something that represents you have to love yourself before you can love someone else.
0: Yeah. It's the little infinity bow, but it okay. got squished on my finger. Uh-oh.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to remember if it was either, because remember your, I think your season was the, at least I can remember is the only one in recent memory if at all that had that mm-hmm. bachelor live show obviously after paradise has the after paradise show but your season for those first 5 episodes had bachelor live right where they would do the right. one hour show afterwards was it on bachelor live or was it at the women tell all where chris harrison essentially said like we'd love to have you in paradise
0: yeah it was that night it and was because they were they were hounding me i was the only person that they were asking to go on paradise at that time. I'm like, why don't you guys ask someone else? And obviously I gave great TV. So they just kept asking. And I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't know if I want to make a fool of myself again. Cause I already know how I felt leaving. You know, I didn't even leave my house for a week after that first episode of bachelor. <laughs> it was so bad.
1: Yeah. Um, I can imagine. So you, so they- you're, you're doing that. And, So Women Tell All usually tapes end of February, um, Paradise, obviously tapes beginning of June. Yeah. So when he says that to you in February, had you started seeing the guy again or no?
0: No, we ended up breaking up in December.
1: But you got back together with him after, in in between Bachelor and filming of Paradise, you got back together with him, right? Were you seeing somebody or was that somebody different?
0: Okay. So that guy was a different guy. And then we broke up in December. I was just dating. And then in February, I met the boyfriend I had before paradise, Bobby, that oh, was in my pictures.
1: Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I, I
0: left, we left, we broke up. Right. And I was like, okay, I'm going to paradise.
1: So it, th- there was no plans to go to paradise as long as you no. were with him. And it was then, a
0: last minute thing. Yeah.
1: Oh, and so what happened with you guys? Who broke it off with
0: him? Uh, um, okay, so he was going to Yacht Week with his friends, girls and guys. And for some reason, there was no like invite for me to go. And it was kind of shady and all that. And he's, he was really defensive about me going to Paradise. I'm like, well, you're basically going to Paradise too. And we just started hitting a rocky road. And so both of us just called it quits. And we're like, why don't we see what happens when you get back from Paradise? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that must have been an interesting conversation when you got back. Uh, <laughs> so this was a guy that you you didn't meet until after you had um you didn't meet him till February or did you did you know of him before?
0: Um, he, he was he was in our friends group. Okay. so um, I had known about him, but I didn't really know him. So it was a short relationship, but it was a very serious one. Like we, you know,
1: you were exclusive. You weren't. We were very yeah. That was very exclusive. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't just a guy. A random guy that you were hooking up with or just dating. You guys were exclusive, but... Yeah. um, Because I remember being asked, um, you know, leading into that, I guess, April, May, when people start asking, like, well, who's going to be on Paradise? And Uh everyone was bringing up, well, Chris Harrison said they wanted lace on. And I was just like, I mean, I had never spoken to you at that time. And I just said, well, it looks like she has a boyfriend, so I don't know how she's going to do this. And then the breakup happened shortly before... I started filming and you go down to paradise. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk to you guys about something I've never talked to you about, and that's skincare. One thing about me is I get a lot of redness on my face. Acne, yeah, maybe about 20 years ago. But right now I deal with redness on occasion and I've used moisturizers. I've used creams. Sometimes I just can't get rid of it. Well, that's where BioClarity comes in. It has naturally calming and cleansing extracts including green tea and chamomile. It cools and soothes skin with cucumber and oat kernel extracts and unlike traditional acne treatments, BioClarity doesn't use benzoyl peroxide which causes the redness, the dryness, the irritation. Clinical studies have shown strong results, including a significant reduction in blemishes, improved overall appearance of facial skin, and reduced oilness and shininess without drying out your skin, which is exactly what I needed. And it's worked for me ever since BioClarity sent me their sample. I love it. I use it every day. Better yet, BioClarity is suitable for all skin types, is dermatologist-developed, tested, and recommended, and is 100% vegan, cruelty-free, and paraben-free, which means it's good for your skin and Mother Nature. Let BioClarity. Help give you the confidence of clear skin to help take on life. Just go to bioclarity.com. My listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's $20 savings, and it comes with 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter my code STEVE. That's bioclarity.com, and enter my code STEVE. Finally, an acne treatment that actually works, bioclarity.com. So paradise begins, and I think with paradise... Right now, it seems like the thing to do is to go into paradise having spoken to somebody or forming some sort of mini alliance or whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. When you went into it last year, had you spoken to anybody?
0: No. See, I I was proud of that. I talked to Chad for a quick second. I told Chad, I was like, I mean, you, our conversation's dumb. It was very nonchalant. But um, we exchanged a couple messages just about, are you going? Okay, cool. And I didn't talk to anyone. I was like, I want it to be fun. I want to have conversation when I get there. I don't want to ruin everything and have it planned. So
1: and that I, was that. I think that you when you when you look at all of Paradise and who you talked to before you go in, I guess you couldn't have really spoken to anybody because you were in a relationship up until very shortly. Before oh you yeah, went. that too. I did I so know, I just, I know, I just realized that too.
0: Yeah, why Yeah, you I couldn't. Anybody? I was in a relationship.
1: <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Um okay so one thing that that confused me. I thought when you did the the bachelor live show and then subsequently women tell all I thought your deal was that you basically were going to stop drinking. Or did you just say that you were going to curtail your drinking?
0: I said that I was going to work on it. Um I was going to try and you know, maybe try and take a week or a month off, but that's hard, so I was going to ease my way into just slowly not drinking as much because there's no way I'm going to stop drinking. I enjoy drinking. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Uh, but no, I said I was going to just kind of calm down on it.
1: And you get there the first day and yeah. you and Chad just start exchanging shots, don't you?
0: Okay. Well, here, here's what happened. And this is what I'm so frustrated how they um, edit, like how the show came out the first episode i was like that doesn't make any sense if i were just watching it but i was the second to last person to show up um on the beach and chad was last so i was there doing my thing i saw granny i thought he was more attractive in person so i started talking to him and then all of a sudden chad shows up and of course we had a couple messages so he thought that you know we we should start talking right away and he just starts kind of talking shit like how he does it you know and just playfully you know talking crap and flirting, whatever. And then it was like, finally, when we all took our picture, everything, we went and just hung out, went in the pool, and he kept coming over to me, even though I was talking to other people. And I was trying to get interested in trying to figure out why he is the way he is. And then we just started drinking a ton, and yeah.
1: (sighs) (laughs) Look, that story just ended. And Yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, My mom still hates me for that episode, but...
1: (laughs) Okay. See, obviously I remember the season. I don't remember... Sometimes I remember details about things I should never remember, and then sometimes I completely forget. But they show you with Chad, and he started getting aggressive? Like, what happened again with that?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, as much as I can remember, um, I... we just were talking a lot of shit to each other. It was like I'd try and get sentimental with him and figure out, you know, deeper issues. And he just, he didn't like that. He didn't like that I was trying to figure that out. And he'd get defensive. And he just wanted to playfully, you know, tease me. And I don't know. He was, he was just, when he drinks, he's aggressive. Yeah. And I had to start sobering up. because so I was like, okay, Lace, you're not going to do this again this season. Because I, I kind of like got conscious like of everything going on I was like chug water chug water and he just started like getting aggressive and I would tell him to knock it off and he'd do it more
1: he didn't did he hit I mean did he hit you no
0: he he shoved
1: me while we were by the
0: bathrooms we were by the bathrooms and he like shoved me super hard and I was like don't put your hands on me like that's not acceptable and yeah it was it was a mess. Did
1: production step in at that point, or did it, was it not seen?
0: No, well, there was people right there. I, that uh, I think that's when that's when I finally walked away, and they they kept him there, and they're like Chad, yo, and like they chatted with him. I went and sat with all the girls finally, and that's when it finally ended, and I let him just go be an idiot and pass out on the
1: okay, so the ground over there. It was after he pushed you that. Yeah, the-
0: that was that was my final straw. I was like, okay, I'm done. And then I went and sat with the girls, and they were cool about it, and they sat with
1: me and then he had his thing and yeah and then the next morning yeah
0: yeah i still like don't know i still don't know if that's true or not but i heard it (laughs) (laughs) Um, and i didn't find out till like days later i was like what
1: (laughs) yeah okay then there's grant who it seemed like right after that you and grant had become a thing
0: Right. It was okay. So that's, that's what I was trying to explain earlier. Sorry. Um, I actually, him and I hung out for, you know, an hour or two before Chad came and I really got to know him and I like him and we, you know, established this little fling. And I think that's when Grant and I knew we were going to maybe start talking for, Paradise, but then Chad showed up and that kind of messed things up, so he was nowhere to be found. And I kept asking producers, I'm like, Hey, in between the whole Chad thing, I'm like, Is Grant okay? Is, is he okay? Is he mad at me? Like, where is he? And he just kept his distance. So then the next day is when I had to apologize f- for kind of leaving him hanging to go do that whole crap with Chad.
1: And it was he sympathetic toward it? He was fine with it?
0: He was, he was really cool about it. He was really cool about it, and he's like, I can't really be mad. It's the first night, whatever, but, um, he's a little standoffish at first, but he gave in.
1: Okay. So let's get to where everything was at with, with grant and stuff that I had reported. So I don't know. Cause I reported it during Jojo season. Mm-hmm. What were you aware of either? Had you read what I had written about the guy? Had you, had someone told you, um, What did you know about Grant going into Paradise?
0: I knew knew all of that baggage stuff. I told, because they did one of those, I forgot what they're called, where they come to my apartment and film me before Paradise. And they they asked my picks of guys, and I said, Chad, Grant, and someone else. And I said, I kept saying, I kept saying, the only thing with Grant, though, is he has a lot of baggage. So I hear, I'm not sure I want to mess with that. I've had enough of that with guys and blah, blah, blah. So I, I was aware of it. And then when I saw him, it kind of like I just spaced it all out and I had, I had brought it up to him a few times, you know, and he was very well spoken about trying to explain himself. So
1: that's, that's (laughs) what I hear he does. Um. Yep.
0: He's a smooth talker for sure.
1: (laughs) So did he, uh, the biggest one and the biggest thing that people that don't remember is this tattoo that Grant has, not the grace tattoo, which we'll get to, um, I'm talking about the tattoo that he had that he got Gosh, I'm trying to remember the story now. Okay, so his ex Of the ex? Yeah, his ex Jen. Yeah. They met on a f they met on a plane, and the tattoo he got was Roman numerals of that flight number. Correct. Now post show, either I heard it through somebody else, or maybe Grant actually said it and it got relayed back to me or something. But now he claims that that Roman numeral was the flight number because he was on his way home from his grandmother's funeral and it wasn't because that's when he met Jen, which is complete bullshit because it was certainly...
0: So, about that, I don't want to jump ahead, but he, okay, so he had he had said it, that's, you know, it was his flight number and I'm like, okay, cool, we're in paradise, whatever. But then it was the night um, that we went back to the hotel after getting engaged that night. He told me the story and I was pissed. I think we did, I was like, he tried to talk me, you know, you know, cause I was mad for a good hour in our hotel after we already got engaged. And it was, he told me the truth that, it, you know, partly about Jen. And I was like, what? And I was pissed.
1: So he told you that he got that tattoo.
0: Like it, it signified kind of both. And he, he didn't say it was just for Jen. He said it was still for the flight of his grandpa, but that's where he met Jen and blah, blah, blah.
1: Okay. Did he mention the fact that on that flight, He was in a current relationship with somebody else when he met Jen. Did he ever mention that?
0: Okay, I don't think I don't remember. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: can't can't imagine why he would. I mean, doesn't (sighs) make him him look good. But but he was. Wow. Um, I think I
0: think I ended up hearing that later.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. So you're keeping this all in the back of your mind with Grant. However, your relationship is progressing with him. So it was was it a case of you're just in this. I don't know, like bubble out there where you you want to obviously keep that part open, but he hasn't done anything to you personally in that moment yet for make to make you distrust him or whatever. So is that how it just kind of skirted and just kind of skated by is that you just didn't want to put too much stock into it because things were going great between you two? Of the tattoo, or no, just your, your relationship with him. Not even the oh, okay tattoo part. Just uh, just knowing yeah, all the stuff about him, the baggage, basically.
0: He showed me such a sweet side of him. You know, he showed that he's a smooth talker, and he's he was just he his, the way he looked at me. He just was so into me. And there were so many hot chicks around, and he didn't focus on that. He only focused on me, and it felt really good in that moment. And we didn't have really too many issues that we talked about. You know, I had asked him about his baggage, and he was well spoken about it again so i believed him you know i kind of just i fell for everything and um
1: so what did you guys was, talk about like when you guys were because obviously people know now that paradise is very different yeah in terms of the amount of time you get to spend with somebody that you actually have an interest in you're not fighting with 25 no. other girls you can go and sleep with him every single night you can go to bed with him every single night as opposed to the bachelor You get ten or fifteen minutes at a cocktail party. You get a few minutes at a rose ceremony, and then you don't see that person again until your next date. You can't like you know text them before bed. No conversations. It's Mm -hmm. it's completely different. So I get it to where people can fall for each other a little harder uh, and faster in Paradise than you can on Bachelor. However, you still it sounds like only know what he's telling you, and
0: that's all. That's all you can base it off of and how they act in Paradise. But we would talk a lot about how it's going to be back in real life and you know, what our pasts were like. And we talked about a lot of stuff.
1: Okay. And I would think living situation was discussed before you guys got engaged.
0: We did. We, we talked about, we went the full extent. We talked about everything, what would happen and that it would make more sense for me to move because I am more flexible with, he can't, he can't just up and leave firefighting the place he's at. So it was just more sense that I would go
1: yeah. For a guy, who yeah,
0: we we went pretty we went pretty deep. Like, okay, I I believed it all. I believed it all. Like, I thought this was it. This was going to be good. We talked about everything.
1: Let's talk about the decision behind the tattoo. Uh, the night before, I think it was the night before your engagement. You guys decide to get tattoos. on So your here's
0: the story about the tattoo because I've had to clarify it a few times. So I had told Alon that I wanted a tattoo sometime in paradise, whether it be on a date or anything. I just want to get a tattoo to to remember paradise. And Mm -hmm. they ended up putting it on mine and Grant's last date. And they're like, why don't you both get tattoos? And we were just so committed at that point mentally or whatever the case may be that we're like, okay, let's just get matching tattoos. And I was thinking like a rose. Let's do rose or something like that. And somehow grace came about, and I was like, Are you sure you want to do that? I mean, I guess it's not our names, it's at least you know, if we break up, like it's not each other's name, but it is. And so, <laughs> and so you're just in that moment. And then I took a couple of tequila shots because I, I hate tattoos, they're awful. And so, I was like, All right, I guess so, I guess we'll do this. And he was all about it, and we did it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know it's dumb no but I was yeah it is dumb I mean at least you admit it but the thing the thing about it was I'm trying to think at that time had you had the conversation about how he had gotten a previous tattoo with a girl the, the whole Jen tattoo situation did you know that before you got that tattoo or no?
0: No, I didn't know the whole... That's why I was so angry when, I, when he finally told me. I'm like, I got this tattoo. Are you fucking kidding? Oh, sorry. I'm so no. sorry. I just said that word on this. Oh, I was so him, angry because right. I was like, how did I just get this Grace tattoo? And now you're telling me about that she... You met her on this flight. He goes, no, I swear the tattoo's not just... It's not about her. And he should you know, explain it. But I, I was pretty angry after I got the tattoo. I was like, damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay. So did you want to get engaged?
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm still so ready to get engaged. Yes. I okay, want so I want love. Yeah. So you and it want was to the fantasy engaged. of it all. I wanted it so bad, you know?
1: Okay. And so you knew he was going to propose that day. I'm assuming.
0: No. um, He, when we had our little, that's why the episode got a little rocky. He, we had this conversation about back in real life and he goes, are you sure we shouldn't just wait? And I'm like, it's up to you, but why did we go this far? We could have just already discussed that before we went to this episode. They asked us if we were in or not. Then he was just kind of having like this thought, like maybe we should wait and not just do it for the show. They only want us to do it for the show purposes. I want to really do it for us. And, Blah blah blah, and I was like, "Wait!" And I was all confused. So then I'm a mess, and um, I went back to my hotel room with my producer, and I'm stressing out. I was like, "I don't know if he's going to propose tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen because they just kind of had to say goodbye and not talk. So I didn't know where his mind was at."
1: Okay, so it was a little bit of a it was a little bit of a surprise.
0: It was a surprise. Yeah, I was de- I was definitely surprised. I mean, I I knew I'd say seventy percent, but there's that thirty percent that I was like, "Oh shit!"
1: Yeah. Hmm. What is the – God, I'm hearing an echo now of, of me in the background. Do you hear that? Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, no, I'm still on my
0: headset. Can you hear me?
1: Okay. Yeah. No, I can hear you fine. Am okay, I still? Okay. Yeah. No, you're fine. Okay. It looks like – it was my voice. Like I was hearing my questions to no, you I like hate a, that. half a second yeah. behind. I don't know why. But now it's gone. Okay. Okay. You get engaged at the end and while the show is airing, which was August, basically all of August, first week of September, will you – well – let me take that back. It sh- The show filmed in June, and you got yeah. engaged at the end of June. So from end of June until beginning of September, you guys had to keep it a secret, although all three couples, at some point during those three months, right. had gotten out. You, got, you and Grant were spoiled hanging out in L.A. by TMZ. Uh, Amanda and Josh were walking around the Irvine Spectrum. They were shopping together. Evan and Carly were being – people were piecing together that she was at his place. Like – Right, I, you know, it it had gotten out. You guys weren't the greatest. Uh, <laughs> it's hard. It's really it. hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it weren't the greatest at hiding it. But
0: but here's hey, the thing. Hey, actually, mine was weird. There was two little blonde girls at the pool that took a picture of us and sent it to TMZ at my pool that like your, I used to apart- live at.
1: Oh, at your apartment. Yeah. House? Okay. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I mean that's usually how it works, though. Hell, that's how I get a lot of minutes. I, mean, I kind of get a lot of my stuff. People just see stuff and send it to me, and they're like, "Hey, I, I saw this." I'm like, "Oh, okay, thanks." But um, yeah, so all three of you get out. Now, obviously, people know. I mean, you're you're famous enough in people's minds to where if they see something, they're like, "And For plus, sure. and yep. plus, the spoiler had been out that hey, three couples got engaged at the end of this show: Grant and Lace, and Amanda and... Yep. Josh and Evan and Carly so obviously if people see them they're going to take pictures. Mm-hmm. When did you move to San Francisco?
0: I moved like two week, a week or two right before we went live of our engagement. Okay. So right at the end of August.
1: So end of August. So you were so you were up there living with him technically before the finale, yeah. the finale aired. Okay. Yeah. And so how was that? Um
0: It was rough and that, oh man, I, I'm over it now, but it was, it was a tough situation because he lived in this tiny little, you know, studio in San Francisco and he would work so much. And I'm just like, I didn't know anyone. We couldn't be seen together. It was just like, it was a tough situation and I had no car. I left my car in Colorado. It was one of those awkward moves where you don't have everything. Some of your stuff's still here. Yeah. It was like a partial move. You know what I mean? Like not all in.
1: Why didn't you bring your car?
0: because San Francisco it's like I didn't oh, even know if true. I could drive there it's such a mess and seeing how he drove in it and it was just the parking was at- atrocious it was I don't know it was hectic and it's, it's weird that you It mentioned all happened so fast, you know.
1: Well, yeah, then there's that. It's so. it, the weird thing that you mentioned is that he was working so much. I've always been curious like I know Grant you know, was a firefighter, but for a guy that was a firefighter, that guy got a lot of time off work. Like I never understood, the guy was always. It never seemed like of he was working and
0: stuff like that. Yeah, he. I know, I know, it didn't. He got a lot of time off for the show and did his thing. But then all of a sudden, when I moved out there, it's like all he did was work. It's like okay, <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> so you moved out there at the beginning of September. How soon after the move out there do you say to yourself, "Okay, barring any drastic changes, this isn't going to work out."
0: Um. Pretty soon, I was I was pretty stressed out there. I was I was lonely. I was so lonely out there. I didn't know anyone.
1: So you moved? Yeah, you moved for him, and you had to basically.
0: And then we just started. I started having trust issues. I mean, right? Oh, right when we got out of the show, that story about you know the girl that came out, the young girl that was like, oh, we were just dating. Another girl came out, and I was pissed. I was like, geez, another one's coming out. So I had trust issues the moment. We got out of paradise. I just, for some reason, I was not secure with Grant ever. I never was secure with him. I don't. I don't. You know. I know why now, but I didn't know yeah. at the time. And I just, I would always be very insecure with him. I was. I, I would. And he. I. I, mean, I admit this. I admit this part. You know. I never told anyone, but I was very insecure, and I would. I would nag at him like he wasn't fully always honest with me. And then girls would come up to him, and they just kind of like flirt with him and he's a very flirtatious personality. And one of his friends that I'm still friends with, um, you know, she always said that she has, he's very flirtatious and I don't think he realizes it. Well, so I, mean, I, I struggled, I struggled out there.
1: I can imagine. I mean, not only, and that's why, why our
0: the- relationship went downhill is because I didn't trust him and I, we didn't get along at all.
1: So it was not good from the get go. When did you move out?
0: Uh, out of his place.
1: Yeah. When did you leave San Francisco to go back? To and I
0: was like, I swear, um, I ended up leaving my birthday weekend right after my birthday weekend
1: <laughs> <Which> <laughs> in was November in November. Okay. So who ended it?
0: He said he couldn't take it anymore because I was trying to fight through it. Cause so I'm like, well, if we're going to get married, you have to get through thick and thin. You got to really, you know, you're going to go through hard times. So you can't just give up. That was my mentality. And even though I had thoughts of like, am I sure I want to do this? But I stuck it out, and then my birthday weekend we were supposed to go to Napa, but we didn't. We went to a small winery. He ended it. He said, "I can't do this anymore."
1: And what was his reasoning? You, I, he did he get sick of you not trusting him, or what was his reasoning? Yeah, it?
0: it was. He was mad that I didn't trust him.
1: Even though you had every reason to not Correct. trust him.
0: Well, yeah. Now, now I see that, but uh, I, I was. I was angry. I was so angry. And my mom had a trip planned to come out and meet his family that weekend. And he broke it off and I was like, okay.
1: Had your mom I'm <laughs> assuming your mom had met him before that at some point?
0: Yeah, when he came to Denver. And what did she, she didn't think of really her? she didn't really get a good um image of him because some things happened when he was out here and she only got a few minutes and I I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and blast him, but there's just some things that happen and so my mom didn't really get a good View of him from the get go,
1: but she was aware of the baggage, regardless uh, the stuff that yeah. you know, I had reported mm-hmm. and stuff I, that was out there.
0: I always, I always, I always took his back. I always stood up for him and tried to like explain to my mom like it's okay, you know. So she trusted me. But
1: let me ask you this: Did you <laughs> do you think at any point from June when you left Mexico until you broke it off in November, do you think at any point he cheated on you?
0: He cheated on me.
1: Yeah. Do you think he did?
0: Um, I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. I mean, with, with everything that's come out, I don't know. It's, it's too bad. I don't don't know if he did or didn't.
1: Okay. So that wasn't, (laughs) that wasn't any part of it in terms of why the breakup happened or anything like, Oh, I think you're cheating and whatever. He was the one that ended it.
0: No, it was just, we just were not getting along whatsoever. It was toxic. uh, Yeah. It was so toxic.
1: Now knowing the stories that you know now and how he kind of basically just would jump from one girl to the next and would break up with them out of the blue were you are you surprised by it
0: No I mean the only thing I will put out there is I mean I think I've already said this but um you know it's done and over with I'm over him I'm I, yeah. I don't mind talking about this stuff cuz it's it's super interesting for people and what really happened but the night that he dropped me off at the airport to move back to Denver, someone had messaged me and, um, he was making out with a chick outside of a bar the night that he dropped me off at the airport. And I was like, okay.
1: Oh, well, okay. <laughs> then
0: <laughs> I mean, so I, that that's when I was like, okay, this is who Grant is and that's fine. He's just, he's just not ready for a relationship. He's just still in his party mode or, you know, he's not, he's not ready for marriage. I was.
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, hearing that story now <laughs> that you say that and you know, knowing that there was six months there and I got to imagine that uh, there was other stuff going on. There had to have been. There's no way that he, <laughs> he held out until the night he dropped you off <laughs> to right. start with somebody. I don't know. I mean, that's just me. That's me being a cynic like, or okay. whatever. Whatever. But when you, <laughs> dropped, when you dropped him off or when he dropped you off at the airport and you went back, have you had any contact with him since then? Uh, I mean, maybe in the beginning. I mean, was it maybe in the beginning you did? Or was that wait, it? Like any contact you, with him? Uh, that day? No. After he dropped you off, like, were you, was there any of the, hey, maybe we can work on this, but do it long distance? No,
0: because like? he broke up with me and then it took almost a week or two for me to move out. And I kept asking him, are you sure you don't, are you sure you're just making a a, a rational decision? Like, do you, are you sure we don't want to work this out? And he was dead set. Like his mind was made up. There was no. And then after um, I moved back, I texted him a couple of times and I'm like, oh, you're already out partying with your friends. Okay. And I kind of got mad and um, it was.
1: There was a that, little, there was a little social media shade being tossed back and forth. Because that because
0: right? no one knew that's what happened. Cause you kissed a girl and I was livid. I'm like you, I, I took this seriously and it was, it wasn't a nap you're just out there kissing another girl already and um there was there was more stuff that happened but I'm only going to tell that one so I yeah I mean I was that was the only way I mean I for the most part I handled myself so well but there was shade because I was so livid I'm like you're lucky I'm not blasting you to TMZ or all these places right now and making you look terrible because I was pissed I was really pissed how he handled the breakup.
1: And I'm sure that some of the stuff that you know and have heard about him, I've heard the same stuff. Like there's some stuff that I'm very well aware of about Grant that I've never written about. Because sometimes there's only a certain line I I, I can go to and I I will cross. Um, Right. But there's definitely stuff I know about him that, you know, the funny thing was I think at some point, probably in that September, October range where I knew you had lived with him and I knew that you guys – uh, or, you know, we're living together and you were an engaged couple. Were you ever contacted? Because I made this prediction. Apparently I was, I ended up being wrong about it because you didn't even get to that point, but I made a prediction that you two were absolutely going to end up on celebrity marriage bootcamp at some point. (laughs) Was that, was that a possibility? Was it ever brought up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, it was. Uh (laughs) But you had broken up before. I mean, it was just, you had broken up already.
0: And there was so much animosity that I don't know if he was going to do it or if I was. I was like, "Oh, that would be really bad because, oh my god!"
1: <laughs> well, then more stu- more stuff would have gotten out if.
0: if you yeah, no, it was there. it was know. definitely going to be it was it was going to it was going to happen. But then I met Russell, so.
1: Okay, so wait, you're telling me it was going to happen after you had broken up, or if you it guys was, were still together? Big,
0: it was a big possibility that we would end up filming it, but.
1: Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of. I mean, now that I think about it, it's kind of the way Michelle and Cody ended up on that show. They weren't, they were like broken up, and then it was brought up to them about, well, why don't we try this to see if we are right for each other? And that's looks like that's how it would have went for you guys. Um, Right. So now. Well, thank you. That uh, all that about Grant. Um, Yeah, and I'm not. I got. I want
0: to put it out there. Like, I'm not here to blast him. I'm so far beyond over it. But I think the way things were handled, I still this day think is bullshit, and it sucks that I had to endure that. Like during those times, you know. But oh well, I am where I am now.
1: (laughs) Which is, you have a new boyfriend. His name is Russell. You met him, I believe, on a dating app. Correctly, correct.
0: Yeah. I, okay. So I, I took the breakup hard, obviously. I mean, yeah. I was emotional for a good month, The all of December. I was just in my bed. I was a wreck. And so finally in January, I had so much stuff going on, like all these events and traveling. And, um, I just was like, okay, hey, you got to snap out of it. And I joined Bumble and that kind of boosted my confidence because I started going on dates and it was really fun. And he was one of the first people I talked to. It just took a long time to finally meet up with him.
1: I don't do the dating apps. I don't know how Bumble works.
0: I've never done them. This is fun.
1: (laughs) How does Bumble
0: work? It's cool. I like it better because it's just like Tinder, but the girls have to message you within 24 hours, but they have to message you first. You can't can't get a bunch of creepy messages from men.
1: Oh, so it's girls contacting guys first? Yeah. And within 24 hours of what? Viewing that person's profile?
0: Of writing them. Oh. They have to write back, yeah.
1: Okay, so if you- Oh, sorry.
0: They have to write back within 24 hours of you messaging them. My bad. Wait, hold on.
1: No, that that sounds like it. No, I take, it it. I take
0: that back. I take that back. Once you swipe right on them uh, and, you can, and they swipe right on you and you guys connect, you have 24 hours to talk. That's what it is. Sorry.
1: Talk on their app and yeah, sending talk, a message yep. to each other.
0: Yeah, correct.
1: And if nobody does, what happens? You can never see that profile again?
0: Yeah, that's kind of how it works. Oh, okay. Yeah. But or not is, for a while at least. But it,
1: but it is but it is females contacting first as opposed to being a girl on a dating yes, and just so getting much better. bombarded mm-hmm. with creepy guys sending you stuff. Yep. Huh. And so when did that happen with Russell? When did you guys first meet and where are you?
0: Um at? I met I started talking to him in January and then we didn't officially like start dating till the end of February.
1: And you've been together ever since.
0: Yep, and we've already We're we're pretty serious. We've already had the talks and all that. So, and it's just I feel so much more complete with this man. Like I've had so many bad relationships, and I don't. I'm a whole different person with Russell. Like I don't. I work out a ton with him. and don't drink that much anymore, and I'm so chill. I'm just so chill, and I don't fight. I don't fight with my boyfriend. It's nice.
1: (laughs) I mean, I mean, congratulations. That's great. Thanks. Kind of what we're we're all looking for. And you know, you go back a year or two years. I'm glad I did it though this
0: whole bachelor experience changed me like it just I learned so much from it
1: you know I hear a lot of people say that uh, a lot of people say like oh my gosh you learned so much about yourself it, can you explain what that means like what do you learn about yourself or how do you well, learn about yourself on that show
0: I mean for me particularly like you know the whole first episode like a bachelor how I acted and I was like that taught me I don't want to be like that that's not the person I want to be I think so many situations just happen throughout this experience that it teaches you like I don't know. Hey, well, I mean, think about it. You don't have your phone, you don't have all this other stuff either when yeah. you're on these shows. So you kinda have to get in touch with yourself and communicating with other people and actually living outside of reality, I guess. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, okay. No, it's like it's the best I can
0: explain it.
1: You don't, you don't have your you don't have your phone with you, you can't just zone out and do whatever you have to interact with people essentially.
0: Yeah. I uh, guess you just get to see how you, how you are as a, as a person in different scenarios and it teaches a lot about yourself.
1: Are you living with Russell?
0: Um, basically,
1: <laughs> but you haven't like, he hasn't moved into you place, or you haven't moved in. No, you just, he just stay there. All he the time. bought a
0: house. So I'm probably going to move in here actually here soon. Hopefully. <laughs>
1: oh, Okay. Yeah. Well, congratulations with that. Thanks. <laughs> what, and what are you, uh, work-wise, what are you doing now?
0: Um, I'm reactivating my real estate license as we speak. So I'm going to get back into that since I haven't even touched it since Bachelor.
1: Okay. So you're going to do real estate. What part of Colorado are you in?
0: Uh, Like 15 minutes south of downtown Denver.
1: Okay. And are you at a place where, I, I know... I wanted to talk about one thing that you had posted on Instagram uh-huh. recently. Uh, you went to, you had some facial work done. Not that sounded bad. That sounded like yeah. facial surgery. No, I know um, it does sound like that. <laughs> but you did. You, you put it out there, and it's. I, I applaud you for it because there is this, um, you know, this image out there of the people on this show and the ads and the flat tummy tees and all this stuff. Um, but you actually right. put something out there about, um, skin issues. Go, go into that a little bit.
0: Um, so I just like for the last year, I've always had really, really good skin. And, uh, for some reason, I mean, I don't know what's going on with my hormones and stuff, but my face has just been breaking out really bad and I have to, you know, hide it with makeup or filters. And I'm like, damn, when I'm on Instagram, it's just like constantly people don't show the negative part of life. They only show like this, you know, and people envy these people's lives and, you yeah. know, mine or I do, I do it to people. And it's like, you see, you only see the non real side of everyone just covered up and glamorous and everything. And I'm like, you know, this girl is doing work on my face right now. And I, I really want to show people like, cause I, I'm a real person. I try to be as real as I can, you know, and I'm, I'm not fake, but I just want people to see like, it's not really like that all the time. And Russell's kind of been implanting that in my head. Like you can't just show people all the good side. And so I thought people would relate to it. I woke up the morning. I posted it. I was like, shit, I don't want to post this. This is so scary. I don't want to get backlash. I don't want it to be everywhere. But it turned out better.
1: No, I'm, I'm looking. Hold on. Let me pull it up. I'm going to pull it up real quick. Uh, by the way, your Instagram is lacemorris3. Uh, yeah. You have gotten a ton of comments on it. I can't even. Yeah, I
0: didn't do well that. on the likes, which is fine. I mean, it was more of like a commenting thing, but.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people say, you know, it's it's not something that, like you said, most people put out there. What you see on, what you see on Instagram is what people want you to see, whether it's of their relationship Correct. or whatever. And we all know that that's not real life, although a lot of people seem to think um, it is, because what they see, they just automatically believe, oh my God, this, this things are going great for this girl and whatnot. Oh,
0: right. Or, exactly. Or like Grant, I, you know, Grant's a perfect example. Everyone thought we were perfect and we were not. We were so far from it.
1: And what would you say the biggest thing with Grant, the biggest issue you had with Grant other than the fact that, my gosh, this guy, I'm, I'm on Grant's page right now and it's just nothing but selfies of himself. <laughs> I mean, pictures of himself. Uh, like, how? How? <laughs> here's the thing. How is he a firefighter and a model? Like I don't I, how do you do both? I think he, I think he'd rather be a model. Yeah, well, look at his Instagram page and <laughs> it certainly seems that way. Um is he still I mean as far as you know, is he still firefighting?
0: As far as I heard, yeah, I, I think he is. Okay. He just takes wow. a lot of time off
1: to take pictures of himself. <laughs> yeah. Um okay. Well, uh I that, that's No comment. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, I'm glad that, you know, you have reached a point where you've overcome everything that happened to you on this show and you yeah. found a boyfriend. Finally. That's great. Um, mm-hmm. I end every, I end every, uh, interview with, um, what I call the rapid 10 where I just fire off some questions at you. Some are personal, some are show related and you just give me a response and, uh, we'll do the rapid 10 and end it with this. You ready? Cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Question number one. Can you name one positive redeeming quality that Chad Johnson has?
0: He gets to sell his protein now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Once he gets back from you know, you see he's doing Celebrity Big Brother. Oh yeah, UK. I just
0: heard about that. Someone tried to hit me up to comment about it. I'm like, I don't care about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's doing Celebrity Big Brother and apparently like
0: I don't Wait, understand. Wait, can you tell me what Big
1: Brother is? I've never watched this. I've never watched it either. I've never even watched okay. the US version. I know what it is. It's basically Um, they just put everybody in. It's, it's, it's basically, if you were to go, it's guys and girls, I'm assuming the cast is half and half of females versus males. And you're just, you're living on the CBS studio lot in a makeshift house. And there's challenges and there's alliances and there's vote, you vote people off every week, stuff like that. Um, but Chad is on the UK version. He's over in England right now doing this, which oh, which doesn't make that. sense to me because I don't... Why would the people in the UK have a clue who Chad Johnson? I don't get it. Like, they don't know who he That's is. Weird. I don't think they get the show in real time like Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. I don't think it airs in real time out there when it airs here in the States. So he would be behind... Like, I don't get the whole thing. I don't know why he's on that show other than obviously to promote himself, which he loves to well, do. Yeah. But yeah, For I just... I don't get it. Yeah, he's... He got moved into the house. He's one of the cast mates and I don't know. Wow. I, don't, I don't watch the show. Interesting. I don't get it, but yeah. Um, That's, uh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Question number two, what is the worst thing you saw or heard about yourself during your time on the show? Probably in terms uh, of social media, in social media stuff like,
0: Oh yeah. Someone created like a page that like, put all this blood and stuff and stabbing me in my pictures and stuff. Like
1: that. What? Yeah. What?
0: I had to, I had to block it and report it.
1: And they, they put that as their picture on Instagram. Of-
0: well, it, no, they made a profile just for it. They had like four pictures already of like, just like horrific pictures with blood and stuff on like stabbing me and stuff. And I had to report it. Oh my
1: gosh. Okay. <laughs> that, was bad. Wow.
0: that was the first week. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sheesh. Okay. Question number three. What, when you were in your drinking days, what was your drink of choice?
0: Um, I got on the tequila. I, I've always loved tequila, tequila, but I do vodka sodas.
1: Oh, vodka sodas. Okay. Yeah. Oops, my that
0: was my go-to
1: Okay. Question number four. Um, what is the worst pickup line you've gotten since being on this show? And was it from someone on this franchise? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or was it from someone in the franchise?
0: I don't I haven't really gotten no, I haven't really gotten hit on by anyone in the franchise.
1: Okay. But but being out there, um I'm sure you've uh, gotten people random strangers that are like, Oh my god. I've
0: gotten so many random ones. That's <laughs> hard. Uh I don't have an answer for you, but just know that there's some really weird people out there.
1: <laughs> okay, I, Okay. then i got to ask this. Were there any unsolicited dick pics?
0: Jen gets those. <laughs> <laughs> Jen gets all the dick pics.
1: Jen Saviano? <laughs> yeah, she, oh,
0: shared, she, she would share them with us. But Jen, for some reason, she gets all the dick pics. I, did, I haven't really gotten any.
1: <laughs> like, like, where are these people sitting? Like, uh Instagram? DM or Twitter DM or uh, Snap? We'll
0: so send them on Snap. I think Snap's a big one. Um, I guess Snap. I always I've gotten a couple, but I blocked them right away because so I was like, "That's so awkward." I hope ha- If this is, I hope this is inappropriate, but there was one she shared with this guy. Like, gave her a dick pic, and then he tried to put the toilet paper around it to show how big his dick was compared to it. And I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs>
1: The toilet paper roll, like he tried oh, sorry, to the, the toilet paper
0: roll. Oh, he
1: tried to put that thing. Oh, it's like, okay, wait, yeah, wait a second. it was bad. How many? How, how long is a toilet paper roll? Like, what? I mean, okay. Well,
0: I think he was doing it for size wise, yeah. <laughs>
1: Like her. but uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's yeah. what he's using to co- to show us that size? was his comparison. Oh, wow. I know. <laughs> I, think I need to get was, Jen Salviano on the podcast. It was not
0: pretty. Yeah, you should. She would be good. <laughs>
1: Okay. Um, question number five: If you could have been on any other Bachelor season other than the one you were on, which one would it have been?
0: Uh, I would be on not Nick's, obviously, but um.
1: Oh, Why well, you don't like <laughs> Nick?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who was before Ben?
1: Before Ben was, let's see. Um, I can't even remember. Caitlin led to Ben See, Crystals.
0: Oh, I was supposed to go on crystals. I forgot about that. That was the time that I talked to them and they were gonna put me on crystals and I was like, I can't do it, I can't do it. So then I went on Ben's.
1: Okay, so they just kept you around and then you told them. So I'd and- say I'd
0: say crystals.
1: Okay. Question number six. What would you say is your worst habit?
0: Well, it was drinking, so that's gone. <laughs> Uh, I think my habit is like speaking before I think about my answer, like just the way I talk sometimes.
1: Okay. If I were to ask Russell, Uh, what would he say is your worst habit?
0: Oh, he'd have some good ones. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to ask him this later today now. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I want to, I'd like to know what he says. He... What he says, your worst habit. Is. I would too. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, you know what? I bet you it's being on my phone. Oh, I okay. bet you'd be something with my phone or something like that.
1: Okay. I want text me after you ta- after you talk to him. Oh, I will. Text I so me. Will. And let me know. Okay. Question number seven. Uh, you are one of many in this franchise who has really great hair. Give the listeners a secret Uh-oh, or tip. Thanks. Give the listeners a secret or tip for your hair. The way it looks.
0: Um. Well, I'm half Mexican, half white, so that there helps me. It's thick. Um. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I have a great (laughs) hairstyle. But what do
1: you do? What do you do it for yourself? Do you use the like the the one I seem to get from the people that have been on the podcast in the past that I've asked this question to is. They all have like a good dry shampoo. Most of them say like the ones that have great hair say I don't wash my hair very often.
0: Steve, I'm so opposite of all the girls, it's so weird because everyone wants me to do like a hair tutorial and I'm like when you see it you're going to be like what? Cuz <laughs> I wash my hair a lot, more than girl cuz I can't go without washing my hair often. My hair just doesn't take it very well. Um I use Kenra, which is really good shampoo and conditioner. Their yeah. products are amazing. Um I use um what do I use? Why am I forgetting it? I just use like a protectant spray and a detangler. And okay. That's
1: it. All right. Well, it's different because like I said, the ones that I have asked in the past, they all seem to say like, oh, I wash my hair once a week, but I use a great dry shampoo. They all, like say, that.
0: I know. They all say that. And I'm opposite of everyone. I noticed that. I'm like, huh. I, be, I don't know. My hair is different. Okay. I guess I'm just blessed.
1: Yes. Uh, question number eight, your favorite slow song of all time.
0: Oh, come on. I have so, I love slow songs.
1: Like if you had, okay, here's a different way to phrase the question. Do you, by any chance, have, if you've thought about your wedding in the future?
0: Oh, okay. I have one. It's uh, the one they played on Rachel's season with Dean. Um, I love um, Yours by Russell Dickerson.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't know.
0: I um, I love that. song I didn't know who so Russell much. Dickerson
1: was before that episode aired. So that's yeah. No, on.
0: I I've, I've always loved that song so much, and that's I want to at my wedding.
1: Okay, so that's so gonna, That's gonna be your first dance song. Is yours? By I
0: hope so. Russell he Dickerson. hates country, though.
1: Okay, well, that's gonna be might be tough to convince him of that one. Um, yeah. Okay, question number nine. How many times have you been in love? Like real um, love.
0: Real love. I'd say like two or three. That's
1: a lot, huh? Well, how old are you?
0: 27.
1: Okay. No, that's, I don't think that, I mean, there's no right or wrong answer, obviously. I mean, some people have never been in love by 27. Eric from this season. Was,
0: that's was hard because you ever. think you were in love and then you look back and you're like, I was not in love. Okay,
1: so along those lines, were you ever, do you think you were in love with Grant?
0: No. I, I was in love with the, fa- the idea of it. I was, t- I was so in love with the idea of it.
1: Yeah. I would agree. I would have told you. Yeah. If you would have told me yes, I would have told you you were lying. You're because a liar. In- <laughs> yeah. There's no way that you were in love with him. But it. But, you know, I think it happens a lot. I mean, wh- yeah. what happened with him is no different than what's happened with a lot of couples on this show. It's just. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Question number 10 is something called explain your tweet where I go through your Twitter account. and I find one and have you explain it a little bit. I'm I fa- so bad
0: at tweeting.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you'd have a ton, but I found one. Uh,
0: I want to, but I'm, I'm just not good at it.
1: <laughs> um, June 29th of this year, you tweeted, I can't sing worth a crap, but I love to sing at the top of my lungs in the car like I can. So my question is, what would be either your all-time go-to car singing song or your current car singing song that you absolutely love to uh, belt out when you're
0: I- driving? I think the Whitney Houston, I, I will always love you or whatever is always a perfect one or always be my baby by Mariah Carey. Oh, okay. <laughs> Those are always go-tos.
1: What about, is there anything currently that you're that you're just absolutely belting in your car?
0: What am I belting in my car? Looking at my playlist right now. Uh, shoot. It was Despacito for a while, but I'm so sick of that song. It's not that
1: anymore. Well, the other thing is because there, nobody knows the lyrics outside of Despacito. Like, Well,
0: the people that speak Spanish. Well, I guess the
1: people that speak Spanish word. But, yeah, if, yeah. if you don't speak any – how are you fluent in Spanish?
0: Not at all. Okay. I'm, I don't keep up with that side of the family anymore. Okay. So,
1: okay. so you don't – so, yeah. So you'll say the Despacito part and then just kind of hum the rest. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> okay. yeah.
1: All right. So I,
0: I mean, I try to like pretend like I'm speaking Spanish, but you know.
1: All, so always Never be ever my ever baby seen. and I will always love you by Whitney Houston.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay. All right. Well, thank you. You completed the rapid 10. That was painless. <laughs>
0: Those are hard on the spot. Like you get on the spot, and you're like wait, why am I brain dead all of a sudden? Yeah.
1: No, sometimes people are just like, wait a second, yeah, I can't. I right. Can't remember. Um, well, Lace, thank you very much uh, for coming on. I really appreciate you doing this and opening up about everything with Grant and your time on the show and your uh, your your actions and the fact that you own up to what you did. So I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, Steve, I gotta say, you're a lot cooler than I thought you were.
1: Oh, oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought you were mean at first.
1: <laughs> um, that seems to be the concern. I don't think maybe? anyone likes
0: you at the beginning of you know Bachelor because you're talking crap about everyone and getting the scoop. You're like, don't talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you
1: know, you know what's funny is that, you know, I maybe in recent seasons that that seems to come along and whatnot. But I'm telling you, and I had this conversation with some a previous podcast guest. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Olivia when when, when uh-huh. I did hers. Um, I was. 10 times worse back in the day than I am now because I've come to accept that making, I I was, I was big on making fun of the physical features back in the day. And now I've, you know, as, as times have changed and the bullying campaign has come along, like I don't, I, I focus more now on the editing part, what, what that person really probably said or stuff like that. I try not to, I've really kind of eased up on, I, I used to be a, complete asshole and i'll I'll be the first to admit it like the stuff that i used to say would just it was i I don't even like to go read it it's it's right right yeah i hear you but yeah no i um i appreciate it i'm glad you don't think i'm a jerk anymore cool all right you're good (laughs) all right so text me later with what russell thinks your best worst habit is and uh thank you for coming on i appreciate it and uh we'll keep in touch cool thanks for having me you got it lace thanks well, good to know that uh, Lace doesn't think I'm an asshole anymore. It's funny because when I first contacted Lace about a week ago, she her first reaction was, "Why do you want to have me on? Didn't you talk a lot of shit about me?" And I'm, <laughs> and I wrote back like, "Well, deservedly so. I mean, you were kind of a hot mess on the show, and you know that's why I wanted to get into it. And I appreciate people who own up to what they did. Yes, she talked about some editing things, but it was editing things that we know happen uh, all the time." And well, they they will just leave, you know, editing where they will leave stuff out that maybe doesn't tell the full story of something that actually, actually happened. But she owned to the fact that she drank a lot. Um, she cringed at some of the things that she said, cringed at some of the things that she did. And I appreciate that. Anybody that can can own up to it and be honest, she's found herself a boyfriend. She's kind of, I guess, somewhat removed herself from Bachelor Nation and, you know, serious with her boyfriend now might be moving in soon. So good for her. I appreciate uh, lace coming on and all that and hope you enjoyed that interview and all this st- lovely things she had to say about grant. Um, I guarantee she could have gone in way worse on him. Just like um, I could go way worse in on grant, but you get the idea behind that guy. Um, he's pretty much all about himself and uh He had a girlfriend, a fiancé, that moved to San Francisco for him and essentially didn't pay much attention to her. And there you go. So thanks again to Lace for that, and thanks to you uh, for all listening. Please rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. That would be great. And we will be back next week uh, with another podcast. So thanks for us. I am Reality Steve. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week. See ya. See you.